<laughs> and here mm-hmm. we go. We're doing it. Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte. Episode four of the I am I'm I've decided that you gotta say sort of like that uh that bit in that one Beastie Boys track where he goes and let the beat you have to say it like you're shitting it out. Drop! Check, 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 check it out. What, 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 what? Comrade Clown, do you want to introduce yourself a little? Comrade Clown here. Clownio. Here too. And yeah. The immortal principles of Juche. Indeed. I am <laughs> AKA the red nose of Apollo. Ghostface killer nickname. He always has those weird ass like oh. the hands of Zeus. <laughs> right. Well, if I'm gonna have to explain myself every single time, like you're just <laughs> defeating the purpose of me coming up with these dumb fucking names. I don't know. Be. That's my bit. That's my all bit. Right, all right. All right. All right. All right. The red nose. The red nose of Apollo. <laughs> so before we go into anything like too heavy, I did want to mark the milestone of a year since the collapse of the pop cultural phenomenon that is Game of Thrones. Oh. Who cares? No, like, it is actually, like, impressive. It was, like, such a huge influential thing for like a decade and now nobody cares like the finale was so bad that it just instantly dropped like all uh they totally fucked up pop culture like here's the thing i'll say though is i remember the exact same thing happened in like 2007 2008 after the end of the sopranos where it ended with just like the smash to black Absolutely disagree. Because the thing, like, fans for once, are... I agree with comrade. Wow, they, they, that was a good ending. 
Well, it wasn't just that it was a good ending. Like the like it did we not. We still undo, talked about it. Yeah. Right. It didn't yeah. undo how good the show was and how. Right. It, but Game of Thrones was never that good, though. It's not like there was that much to actually undo. But but it was a huge cultural like shift at the time because like we yeah. definitely got way more genre television because of that. That's true. Just more casual people like into that stuff because well, of the game problem of with like game of thrones too is that it retroactively sort of negated a lot of what the show had already kind of set up whereas with the sopranos it started in media res and then ended in media res it started yeah, like with the, it started with gabagool and it ended with onion rings the, the the sopranos ending may not have been satisfying but yeah like it didn't ruin anything Whereas Game of Thrones, it's like, what was all this build-up for? What the fuck was all this build-up for? <laughs> well, and I'll, and like, I agree. I mean, like, I'm on the ground level of this thing. Game of Thrones was never that great of a show. It always had, like, just, 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 an overemphasis on the sexuality and violence and just very much little in the way of interesting characters or character development. But I will say that, like, there were aspects about it that were creative, that were unique for fantasy genre. And I thought that, like, no pop culture show has really looked at feudalism in in a similar way like I mean, movies have tv shows have but no no show that had this much popularity looked at like the shittiness of the feudal system of government at least from a fictional perspective but in is my, that but is that stuff that is from the show or is that stuff that's from the books well, yeah that's 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 really the it's issue more from the like, books yeah the books and spells it out more yeah, I guess the best of the show does come from the books for sure, and that's just it. Like, you know, they finished this. They finished the series way before George R. R. Martin had a chance to ever finish the books because he took a sweet ass time, and then they got a giant fucking goose egg. Yeah, a big, big. Well, turn. The, the issue with that is just because they fucking rush, 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 Disney was like, ah, not anymore. You're not. So like, <laughs> but that's why, because they rush, 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 through the ending because they're like, we're done with this. We're gonna go make Star Wars. Fuck the show. Then because they rush, 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 it. Disney's like, ah, we don't have faith in you anymore. So peace. Which is hilarious. So it was all for naught. Are they still making that show about the South winning the Civil War? I don't what? know. No, they, they they like HBO scrapped that when the woke uh, liberal <laughs> crowd on and in the media uh, heard about it and just well, I wish I fucking the land of cock. No times there be. No! I mean, here's the thing, though. Where I would fucking scrap a show about the South winning the Civil War. That's fucking terrible. Fuck that. Like, I'm not gonna fucking watch that garbage. If the South would have won, we'd exactly. have had it made. Well, yeah, that's, that's some fucking, like, rebel flag on your pickup truck bullshit right there. It would be hard to do that, yeah. It would be hard to, to make a show like that that didn't go that way. <laughs> do you really want to go that way? Yeah, well, you don't well, want to go I, that way. Well, as I discovered this week on HBO with the plot to kill the, the plot against America, this new like anti-Trump. Well, I mean, it's all about Charles Lindbergh winning the 1940 presidency. But the thing is, is that the main central characters of the show are, are Jewish and are you know concerned about Charles Lindbergh winning. And the thing is, is that essentially the forced relocation, I found this out this week, 
I, I didn't realize this was in the book too, but this is also in the series, but apparently the Lindbergh government forces this family to move to Danville, Kentucky. So it is funny. Comrade 12. That, uh, they that that universe's version of Auschwitz is literally Danville, Kentucky. <laughs> it's not that far off. Let's be real. Yeah, very pretty countryside with a very questionable institution in it. I mean, at least they weren't incinerating people when you were at Center, but that you know of. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, no, I will do someday. I will do an entire episode of ranting about Center College, but that will not be tonight. Yeah, that's that's gonna be another crazy comrade. Wow, corner still crazy. In all seriousness, without the mustache, comrade. Wow does look like Joaquin Phoenix at the beginning of the Joker movie. (laughs) (laughs) You get what you fucking deserve! I've still not seen that, but... I have not either, It's actually not that bad. Like, I liked it. It was not, like, great, but it was actually pretty good. I I thought it was a good movie. But he does just plain look like a maniac. (laughs) (laughs) He does. Comrade Twelve. He's basically the Joker of our friend group. Speaking of uh, maniac shit and also supervillain shit, I uh, shaved my head with an actual razor and shaving cream for the first time <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, I got the chrome. <laughs> yeah. Got the chrome oh, dome. It you should like. You should so- like take. A- it is unnervingly <laughs> smooth. It attention, like Grut. Attention, attention. What? All we have to do now is strip sand, varnish buff, varnish buff, varnish wax, sand buff, buff, buff. Oh God! Seriously, look at how shiny it is. No part of me has been this smooth <laughs> in 15 years. It is that's shockingly smooth. That is hideous. That that's that's hideously shiny. I like, know. that is repulsive. Oh it's my just... god, it's as smooth as eggs. <laughs> <laughs> he is the egg man. Cuckoo-cuckoo. <laughs> but it's that, it's that fucking Lex Luthor shit. I was gonna say, we have, villains. Yeah. we have the Joker and Lex Luthor now. <laughs> so then who am I? Um... Bane. No, he's not big enough to be Bane. I'm not big enough to be Bane. He also loves, he, he loves America big enough to too be much Bane. to be Bane. <laughs> Fine, you're the penguin. No, I don't no. have a big enough nose. He's not, nose he's not chubby enough. enough to be the penguin. We mm. could speculate for a long time. Yeah, I have no idea who <laughs> would be either. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I don't know. I'm like pre-supervillain transformation. I haven't haven't gone there yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. You're like the nerdy guy. You're like pre-transformation Mr. Freeze. You're like <laughs> Mr. Freeze before he became Mr. Freeze. Except in uh, the Batman and Robin movie, before he became Mr. Freeze, he was still <laughs> yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Batman would kill the dinosaurs. The Ice Age! A laundry service that delivers. Wow! <laughs> Allow me to break the ice. My name is Freeze. Learn it well, for the chilling sound of your doom. I'm afraid my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy. Crazy <laughs> <Please laughs> <now>, Batman! <laughs>
Does he eat ass? Does he eat ass? He seems like just a real stick in the mud, just sort of generally. Yeah. Hugo, Hugo absolutely. Hugo Chavez, I, I, he seems like a guy who ate ass. Yeah, Hugo Chavez probably ate ass. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, um, I'm glad you've all tuned in to just who, what politician ate ass? Oh, Enver Hoja did not eat ass. That guy never ate an ass in his life. Well, but Marshall Tito had all the Yucca. Oh, a Marshall Tito ate so much ass. Like Marshall Tito was tongue punching hella fart box. <laughs> what like, about uh? What about Gorbachev? Nah, he was too, nah. He, nah. He, he, he was too taken in by America. Nah, I wouldn't even say that because then he would eat more ass. Because we That's love true. eating ass yeah. here. We're about freedom and eating ass in America. God damn it. Of course, you say that, and then, you know, you think about who his, like, counterpart in the U.S. was, and it was Ronald Reagan, and Ronald Reagan definitely did not eat That it. is true. That man never ate an ass in his life. Okay, not that I want to, like, spend the whole conversation talking about this, but which U.S. presidents definitely ate ass? Lincoln. Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. You know Obama was definitely eating Michelle's ass, like, uh, Michelle, uh, you could uh, pull that booty up to me. Uh, I'm going to tongue punch uh, your fart box right now. How about that, Michelle? But yeah, Obama, uh, Bill Clinton. No, he absolutely did. Yeah, on Uh, Jeffrey Epstein's island. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) He was on the flight logs, people. He was on the flight logs. Speaking of uh, questionable president things, uh Joe Biden, let's stop talking. Just all we're doing is just sitting here saying they ate ass for like 10 minutes now. So this is important stuff. The world needs to know which presidents ate ass. People got to know. George Washington did not eat ass. Not just because he had wooden teeth, but also I feel like he wasn't the kind to eat ass. Thomas Jefferson definitely ate ass. John John Adams ate ass. Which John John Adams? Do you uh, think they both I was I was thinking the first John Adams. Yeah, John Quincy Adams did not eat ass. I mean, who cares about John Quincy Adams? James okay. Buchanan didn't because he was a bad No, James Buchanan might have been gay, so maybe he did eat ass. <laughs> but in answer to your <laughs> Your topic, uh, Joe Bidet. Yeah, because oh, okay. he's a toilet I'm, man. I'm gonna say he's this awesome. Right. I'm I fucking hate Joe Biden. I'm gonna say this right now so I don't say it later because we all know it. But if Bernie said anything remotely similar to what Joe Biden said to Charlemagne the God, then Bernie would have been asked to drop out by every single major news network. Yeah. All the fucking like woke liberal types. Like, they would just be like, Oh my god, Bernie said what? What I uh, did not know, I was reading this earlier, was that, uh, uh, cause, uh, 90% most, of uh, news outlets are owned by uh, five corporations? Uh, well, I did know that. <laughs> we all knew that. Was, uh, like most of the candidates were asked to show up on the basketball show and most of them did like last year during like primary run stuff mm-hmm. um so biden has like basically refused for like the past year to go on the show but had apparently offered to send like a black representative 
to, to be on the show in his place. And I'm just like, wow, what? A, like that? You really don't have any brains at all, have you, son? Well, and he would send like some fucking Tom Dubois type, you know, like <laughs> fucking from the Boondocks. Like, well, gosh, I'm here representing Mr. Joe. Hello, fellow Negroes. I am representing Joe Biden. I am invited to the cookout. <laughs> what did you say? I'm gonna say, homie. I'm gonna say, bro. I'm gonna say, yo! <laughs> Wanting to send a black representative in your place is just like such a Joe Biden move. It really it is. Really, it is. It is. Yeah. Listen, Jack. I'll send my black. Yeah. Look, all, all I can really say about Joe Biden at this point is something he's a fucking know. idiot. It's something we all know. Don't vote on the count Don't. of three. One. Two, no, 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 no. One, two, three. Don't vote! Don't vote! Yes. Anyway, Joe Biden fucking sucks. I hate that guy. I'm not voting in November. I'm, well, literally, what I'm going to do is I'm going to vote down ballot for state level positions and shit like that. Shit that's actually kind of useful. I mean, I thought about doing what you were going to do and just voting down ballot, but I can't really see myself voting down ballot in Illinois just because... I mean, Illinois is a cesspool. I mean, there's literally only one thing that yeah. I might vote for, and that is progressive income tax. And that is, like, literally the only thing in the state worth voting for right now, because everything else is... Yeah, I mean, I'm still registered to vote in fucking Ohio, so I imagine that's not great pickings either. I mean, I mean it's Ohio. <laughs> but yeah, again, like, voting, voting for... Lo I mean, if you, when you talk about voting for, like, harm reduction and shit, that really only applies to like, local stuff. Like yeah. that, when you get to the presidential level, that shit's pretty much irrelevant. Because, like, yeah. when you're president, you're just going to be doing the same horrible shit pretty much no matter who you are, unless you're like, extremely outside of it. So, uh, on a local level, I'll vote. You know, it'll probably do some marginal kind of good. But, I mean, I'm just going to write somebody in for pre i mean I've, I've been joking about writing in these nuts for president maybe i'll do that maybe i'll just write in bernie but i'm not New D's nut. no no bernie's over it's D's nuts for time. for grut that's true i'll just for write grut. myself in i'll just write myself in grut. but you gotta put grut. <laughs> like you gotta get the grut. <laughs> I'm going to do a slam song, and it's just going to be gr called Grut, and the lyrics will just be... I mean, that's basically, that's basically just romp-a-prop right there. No, that's actually more cranium you're thinking of. So, allegedly, it is uh, Memorial Day weekend in the U.S. It is. I get a free mo I get Monday off, and it's paid. Well, that's nice. I literally didn't realize this until I saw it on the docket. I was like, oh, wait, it is Memorial Day. <laughs> you working right now? I am not. Oh, okay. It's Memorial Day. You get a three-day weekend. What's not to love? So the Australian version of Memorial Day is called Remembrance Day. It's called Dingery Doo Day. Is Remembrance Day the same thing as Anzac Day? Um, no, they're different things. But I think Remembrance Day, I think, is for, like, 
vets generally and Anzac Day is specifically for World War One. But it was real fucking annoying because we had that shit a few weeks ago. And there was literally, so in Memorial Day in the U.S., right, there are like cookouts, but nobody, there's no sort of big public thing that like people sort of have to put up with. Right. Because in Australia, this was, God, this was so fucking annoying. There was some, and they did this all over the city. There were people on street corners doing this shit. There was somebody playing like this fucking song on a trumpet at 6 a.m. in our neighborhood, like, I was just in bed, and then all of a sudden I hear, I don't don't fucking know what the song was. I'm just going to do the Soviet anthem to fill in. No, I'm imagining they're playing on trumpet the saxophone part from Who Can It Be Now? (laughs) Who can it be knocking at my door? I would have actually been jamming at 6 a.m. if they were playing Who Can It Be Now, but it was not that. So that or was the fucking, really... like, or the sex bit from Overkill. I can't get to sleep. sleep. I think about the implications. Especially at night. Think about the situation. just like slightly off sync from each other and it's really <laughs> at least it's not as bad as a few weeks it. ago when we all tried singing the meatball man song at the same time and it just like completely missed yeah that was that was something that you could check out in episode two <laughs> if you haven't already <laughs> please tell your because friends about at- this show <laughs> we are that desperate that we are asking you to listen while we are recording right now you that desperate. I ain't that desperate. Man, your head is super shiny. <laughs> it is. It's really... Yeah. It's, like, it's crazy. The, it's like a big old egg. <laughs> it's a chrome dome. It's a fucking chrome dome. Oh, speaking of chrome domes, uh-huh. uh, the other day we, wa- we watched the... Uh, me and my roommates watched the Sonic movie. That was something. <laughs> that was... Yeah, what was your uh, takeaway from that? It was actually, like, not not that bad. Like, it was it was a pretty... Pretty solid, like, kids movie. Much better movie than I thought it would be. I was really just wishing that, uh, like, we were all, all of us, while we were watching, just like, now imagine this scene, but with the original Sonic design. <laughs> like, every time I would watch like, this would be horrifying. Like, there was one part where they're, like, at this house, and there's, like, little girl, like, brings him a new pair of shoes, because his shoes were messed up. She's like, here, have my sneakers. And I was like, just imagine this with that terrible Sonic with teeth, like, there's no way you would believe, like, this child was not afraid of this monstrosity. <laughs> like, God, what were they thinking? What were but, they uh, thinking? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was not terrible. Jim Carrey just was there eating the scenery, chewing the scenery, like, just, just constantly. Just, yeah, yeah, just munching the scenery. P-A-R-T. Why? Because I can't. And that's our Jim Carrey moment. Brought to you by Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> brought to you by brought to you by Sonic, the fast food place. <laughs> yes. They make good jalapeno poppers. Tater tots as well, man. Get some chili tots. Mm. <laughs> okay, so I need somebody. I don't understand this reference in our uh, list for today. David Huggins and Clappin' Alien. Oh, yo! So I discovered this artist last week. Um. <laughs> Is this guy, and he's been doing paintings for years. His name is David Huggins, and his paintings are about his alleged experiences 
having sex with an alien woman. I know what you're talking about. I've seen those <laughs> paintings where he's in like a clearing and there are a bunch of aliens in dresses and then there's one that's just like having sex with him. Yeah, he's clapping I, him. I, he's I he's exploring not, Uranus. If someone could throw that on screen share, that would be appreciated. <laughs> yeah, you can find the picture of him uh, doing that alien lady. Apparently they've been dating since he was 17 and he's like 70 now. So that's like the longest game of, oh, she goes to a different high school you've ever seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My girlfriend lives in Canada. <laughs> My girlfriend lives Damn. in outer space. We have a hundred intergalactic children. A close encounter of the 69th kind. Now that's what I call a close encounter. <laughs> Here comes the men in black. Welcome to Earth. Now slide with me. Now slide. Now slide with me. Now come with me. Now come with me. <laughs> Where are my girls at? Where are my girls? Where are my girls at? Where are my grills, grills at? at? Where are my grills? So, uh, dry, dry, crispy. Did you have anything to say about him particularly, or just? No, I just wanted to bring up he's a guy who apparently has been clapping alien cheeks. That's all. I do like some of his art. Like, he's got one of, like, his uh, alien wife's eyes that I think is pretty cool. Because they're, like, you know, big old alien eyes, but then they have these, like, cool, like, kind of neon blue irises. Um, Other than that, his art's just kind of sort of American primitive. But, you know, it's cool. And I think that, you know, the fact that he allegedly has been, uh, you know... Busting down some alien cheeks for the past First. fifty years. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I just found. I just found a really insane one. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, do it. Yeah, share it. Share it. Hang he's on. He's a alien. He's the first alien booty bandit. <laughs> oh man, this is actually really good. This one needs to be when we upload uh, images. For oh, is this the one with her naked and she's like holding her titties? Uh, okay, just hang on. Let me let me show this to the group, just so they uh, see what I'm talking about. Oh my god, it's funnier the longer I look at it. Hang on. <laughs> I like this little alien baby. Are there too? It's like it's like he's just what? like, get away, kid! I gotta okay. suckle some alien tits. <laughs> Why does her face remind me of like the Planet of the Apes? Like some of the old Planet of the Apes prosthetic mat. Like, no, it looks like it's, it's look, the hair. Yeah, no, 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 no. What it looks like is it looks like when that woman accidentally defaced that painting of Jesus and then tried to redraw. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Comrade Wow. He's just uh, fucking stone faced looking at this. I've sucked alien titties before. I don't care. There's no stupid. place for such comedy in, in combat uh, clowns world. <laughs> in the Soviet Union, you would have not sucked alien titties. <laughs> aliens true. suck your titties. <laughs> in Soviet Russia, aliens suck your titties. <laughs> I mean... You mean what? We, we need to somehow display that picture. <laughs> <laughs> if we have, like, images for each episode, that's going to be the image. <laughs> Is this guy fucking going, sucking on some fucking alien teats? <laughs> wasn't even a good titty too it's sort of floppy wasn't even like a perky alien titty you know maybe aliens don't have perky tits you don't know man yeah, that's no, a good point yeah yeah who knows i think it is a perfectly reasonable boob well fair enough <laughs> you should tell the aliens that just be like your boobs are reasonable <laughs> you said your boobs are reasonable attention aliens of planet x aliens? um your boobs There's are quite reasonable. <laughs>
Why are you Barack Obama now? <laughs> it's like that's just how you gotta talk to aliens. <laughs> Imagine if quite reasonable. You see, but that's the sort of thing Trump would say. He'd be like, "Okay, I've seen aliens. <laughs> their boobs are completely, re- they're completely reasonable. Okay, they're they're stunning. I love their boobs." They're wonderful, magical, the best boobs I've ever seen. See, the problem is when I start doing my Donald Trump impression, it eventually just sort of morphs into my Tony Soprano. They start going like, I mean, they're oh, both they're the best and- boobs I've ever seen. It would just matter with you. <laughs> I mean, they're both fat fucks from New York, from like the greater New York area, you know, whatever. Yeah, fat, That's how- racist, That's reactionary bastards. Tony Soprano is at least smart. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. The whole point of the series is, like, he's the smartest person in the mafia. Right. Like, everyone else is a fucking idiot. The other point of the series is that that's a really low bar. (laughs) Nah, nah, nah. He's definitely a step ahead of, like, everyone else, like, pretty consistently. And, like, he takes everything that he learns and, like, applies it to his life. Like... He's yeah. definitely, yeah, he's, he's, he's smart. He's not But the idiot, other point of the show is that whenever he tries to do anything outside of the mob, he fucking fails at it. No, not necessarily. I mean, he raises his daughter, right? And his son, like, gets better towards the end of the series, <laughs> you know? All right. What we got next? Let's look. Let's go down it's the list. Spicy takes on... Surprise. Oh, let's talk about... Well, first, let's talk about how in Mambo number five, Blue Bega goes... <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't really know if you can say much else about that. Why did he literally made a whole song of just like, here's all the women I fucked. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's literally what the song is. That's like the entirety of the song. And they, I remember hearing that song in like elementary school, like at the school. Like they were like, this song's acceptable for children. Like, it is little, kind of, but like, a little bit of alien titty in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Comrade Clown. Just looks fucking miserable. What the fuck is your problem? Yeah, he's too high. What's wrong, comrade? He's Are too you... high. He's too high. Too high. Too high. You you cut out during your two there, so it was like too. <laughs> Some of the best moments of this <laughs> podcast have been unintentional. It happened again. It happened again. He was like, can you... <laughs> How about now? Oh, can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you now. Okay, good. <laughs> it happened again. <laughs> I did that one on purpose. It's when you put your mic too close to your mouth that, like, yeah. overloads it or some shit. Anyway. Comrade What is wrong with you? Like, are you about to shit your pants? <laughs> Again? <laughs> Wait, has he ever shit his pants? When does he shit his pants? I'm sure he's shit his pants at some point, right? Comrade Clown, when was the last time you soiled your pants? When I was You haven't even sharded since then? Not even a little bit of leakage? A little seepage? A little... I mean, the amount of times I destroyed your downstairs bathroom. Lord. All right, well, we'll save, uh, we'll save that for the... Comrade Clown's Corner of com- Communist Craziness. Comrade Clown's Corner of Comedy. So, so, let's talk about 
prematurely reopening everything. What do you mean, everything? Have you not seen those fucking- (laughs) Ah, that's where you- America. Just America. Those pictures of the fucking boardwalk in fucking Baltimore. Oh my god, yeah. Well, well, what about where's it like? Well, fucking well, well, what about where, idiots you know, down in about, well, well, Florida who are just well, well, what about, where, immediately going to the beach? Well, what like, about the Aussies? So shit is so. For one thing, I mentioned this a few, <laughs> I mentioned this a few weeks ago. Um, overall, Australia has done better than the rest of the world in terms of the virus because we're so fucking isolated. And they shut down, like, airports and borders and stuff real early. And they've also been better overall about enforcing, you know, distancing and shit like that. And again, everything here is just so fucking far apart that it just has not been as easy for the shit to spread as it is in the U.S., which is just, especially, like, in the East Coast, crazy densely packed, right? Yeah. So, hasn't been as bad here. Shit is slowly, but again... Shit hasn't been as bad, and it's also reopening is happening way more slowly than in the U.S., right? You would still do not – I mean, partially it's because it's, like, getting to be winter here, so the weather's obviously getting cooler and shit. But you are not having crowds, like, in fucking Baltimore or Florida or anything here. It's still sort of like, you know, you can't have more than five people at a time in, like, a restaurant or a bar or something – um, the museum uh, apparently is going to be reopening sometime in June, but they're still sort of figuring out sort of, okay, we can only let in X number of people at a time. So, like... If you die in June, I'm just going to play Death at June at your funeral. Please don't. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> Little dead... <laughs> oh, shut died- Yo! We don't we don't sing songs by Nazis on this show. They're not Nazis. They are Nazis. Death in June is a Nazi. Death in June is a Nazi band. He's not a Nazi. He's gay, you fucking idiot. There are many, many gay Nazis out there. Isn't that the point of being a Nazi is you want to kill all the gays? There are plenty of them. If you I mean there are Nazi hippies out there. That doesn't make sense either, but they exist. Well, that is true. It doesn't make any sense. It's completely nonsensical. It's stupid, but it exists. They started reopening stuff in Ohio as well. Yep. So that's yep. the uh, yeah, store up the street was doing uh, max 30 people in the whole store. And now, like about a week and a half ago, I think, maybe, maybe a little longer, maybe less, I don't know. There's a sign up that's like, following the like reopen Ohio initiative, we're now allowed to like, have half of the max like fire capacity or whatever like max capacity for fire standards and that number is 200 something people and i'm like mm. what in this tiny ass fucking store like just they need to go back to just 30 like just <laughs> sacrificing literally sacrifice it's like that scene in fucking uh i don't know if y'all have seen i know Chris. Comrade Clown probably has. I don't know. Have you ever seen the original Metropolis from the twenties? Like the uh, silent movie, the Fritz Lang, the silent movie Metropolis. That's a great movie. I think I've seen some of it, but I don't think I've seen the whole thing. There's One of my a, all-time favorites. Well, there's a scene where it's like the the workers who live underground are filing into this giant machine. 
and the main guy hallucinates that it's a giant monster mouth. Right. No, what it is is like he it's a, an industrial accident in front of the machine, and then he hallucinates that it's the god Moloch, who was the uh, Phoenician god to whom they made child sacrifices. Right, but then there's the so. scene where all the workers are going into the huge gateway, right? And that looks like that's a like, giant but, but that's bef- that's but that's before that. The scene where the workers are shuffling in is like the first scene of the movie. Well, anyway, that's right. what made that's what made me think of just sending all the fucking like working class people off to literally die so they can feed the fucking money making machine. It's just obscene. It's fucking obscene. And don't, get, and don't get me wrong, like Australia, I mean, I have skepticism about them reopening shit here, you know, and the Australian government is a fucking turd too, you know, a fucking colonial piece of shit government. But they're doing they're doing better than the US. I fucking, I, it's horrible. The U.S. is just, just sucking right now. And so many people are going to die as a result of this thing. It's just deeply disturbing. Yeah, and so much of it, you know, it's something in the discourse that I, I keep seeing is this, un, like, this understanding of people who want to get back to work because, I mean, what, 38, 39 million people are unemployed right now. Um, and people's livelihoods are being destroyed. So that's completely understandable. But what's just so awful is that there is no, I mean, there is absolutely no safety net to fall. Exactly. exactly. There is absolutely, and, and the, just the reality that there are people who were genuinely complaining about workers getting more in unemployment than they were from their jobs, as if like their ability to get, as if getting paid a little bit more was somehow this morally morally horrible thing. And or like the job should have just been paying them that much to begin with, right? Well, precisely, yeah. Yeah. And it's like if unemployment is paying you more than your job, then your job hmm. should be paying you as much as unemployment.
I just remember uh, I just remember that one time uh, when you were visiting me in Cincinnati and we uh, this was when uh, we got uh, the steamroller right we were yep. getting really high and off the gas that. mask so we had a gas right mask. the gas mask yes we were getting really high off that is that a vape or a little flute <laughs> is that a vape or a flute <laughs> He's a little Can fairy you... man. Play your little fairy. <laughs> play, 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 I, I am the flute master. I've come here to take you to a foreign fairy land. Play the, play the SpongeBob song. <laughs> Hold on. I am the flute man. Let me do my fairy dance. <laughs> oh, you froze. It's cutting out. You froze. <laughs> you can totally do the SpongeBob song, though. You mean the rake horn pipe. That... But yeah, like when we were at uh, your place and we were watching regular show and then we just, both coffee, of us. Coffee, 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 coffee. There was just like a moment where we both just realized that we've been sitting there for approximately five minutes <laughs> separately going. Doing that. It sounds like the fucking like guy from the Dark Crystal, like the one sexies who's like. <laughs> I still have any of you all seen the uh, Netflix like sequel no. series or whatever? No, I didn't like the original Dark Crystal, so I haven't seen the remake. See, I love the original again. Ugly puppets, fucking ugly it's... puppets. You but like creepy, like a... but creepy ugly, not it like funny ugly. I think it was a prequel. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I haven't seen it yet either. I might start watch. I love the original. I mean, it's not like a good movie in the sense that the plot and voice acting and shit is good, but just, you know, the fucking art design and just, again, top-notch ugly puppets. Top the weirdest thing about that whole announcement when they were like, we're making this new show, they were like, and we're also making a strategy RPG game based on this, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That doesn't that's make any like game a sense. weird turn-based strategy game. With the dark horse, I'm like, what? <laughs> Where, are you at? Where are you at, comrade? Where are you at, comrade? He doesn't Where like, he doesn't you, like ugly puppets. Comrade 12. He's afraid of ugly puppets. They will be sent to the gulag in the Soviet <laughs> state. Imagine like a gulag, but it's like a bunch of Muppets like starving in the Siberian wilderness. <laughs> Bourgeoisie Muppets. I, I'm going to Kermit suicide. <laughs> Just grabbing water. Jesus. So speaking of speaking of things that are visually interesting but have terrible uh, voice acting, let's talk about 90s anime with really bad English dubs. I'll soak your tits for you. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Which one is that? That's from Devil. That's from Devil Man. That's from fucking I'll soap your tits, tits for you. That's hey. from the one where it's the fucking bird lady, and he's just like, "I'll soap your tits for you." Ha <laughs> ha! Hey, to his girlfriend. Ha <laughs> ha! Hey. <laughs> yeah. The other one I really like is fucking a uh, Bible Black, where the guy, this guy, is giving this girl an enema, and he's like, "Oh Christ, what an asshole!" Oh, it's all going in there. <laughs> 
<laughs> and she's like, see? Hentai is kind of cheating. Hentai is kind of cheating. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it, fine. I, I, I'm, I'm sure even modern hentai dubs are terrible. Like, <laughs> hentai just is terrible in general. Like, well, it's yeah, fucking it's gross. gross. Yeah, yeah, that's just it's odious. True. It's fucking weird. Anyway. Bad '90s anime dubs. God, the one the one I was watching is uh. He's made of rubber. But um, that's some that's some '90s right there. So the one I was watching is uh, it's a ninja anime from the '90s called Black Lion, which is sort of it's sort of like the Terminator, but in like uh. But with ninjas, Japan. yeah, with ninjas and feudal Japan, and basically it's cool. like, yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Like it's visually interesting. You know, these aliens go back in time and they give uh, uh, Nobunaga, right? Of course, uh, duh. Or, it's always Nobunaga. Yeah, they give him a bunch of like tanks and cannons and like robots with mini guns and shit like that. But the the English dub is hilarious. Because the guy who does the voice acting for Nobunaga, he's literally, like, basically doing the Steve-O, I like guns rap. He's like, just kill everyone! Everyone should die! Enemy or ally, they should all just die! Even if you die, that's just fine with me! <laughs> I got guns. Murder, Murder is, is fun. fun. Kill every kill everyone. Just get it done. <laughs> See, yeah, there's 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 this there's this there's this there's this 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 two kinds of bad dubs too from that. There's ones that like are like that that are just generally just terrible, like terribly written, acted, whatever. And then there's like the ones where it's like we're making this a kids show, so it's just like mm, yeah. nothing to do with the main plot of mm, yeah. the actual thing, and they were just like mm, yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, guys, like let's do this, like it's just awful. I mean, the thing is, like, and I've just realized this more and more as I've gotten older. There are just no good English dubs of anime at all i mean i've been re-watching uh i've been re-watching cowboy bebop right with the english dub and it's it's okay it's all right but it's definitely it's worse than i remember at a certain point i think there are just... a lot of good uh modern dubs because they actually like put effort and don't try to just do literal translations they're like yeah let's that's... make this like actually how people would talk like let's just do this in english <laughs> like yeah, that's the thing that, like, really sort of grates on me is they do the literal translation thing, so it's just incredibly stilted and overly formal. Um, yes. And it's like, no no person would ever talk that way. And then they throw in, like, profanity in weird places, like, no fucking way. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a lot of the older ones, and that was just yeah whatever. <laughs> Although, let me, let me show you, though. Let me show you um, the, the bad... English uh, text in anime is always really funny to me. <laughs> let me show you this screen of one of the uh, criminal like mugshots from this episode of Cowboy Bebop I was watching. <laughs> Break into a bank. Robber. Bodily injury resulting, resulting in, in death. death. I just like, <laughs> Break into a bank. <laughs> Break! Into a bank. Breaking the law! Breaking the law!
I remember the semi-shampoo dub being all right, but it's been a while. That's true. I mean, part of with that one is they just really went for the spoofing and goofing angle. Like the one same with, with Dragon Ball. Same with Dra- Oh no! I tell you, the anime dub that's hilarious is fucking a Speed Racer. Uh, He's going really over yeah. the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> That, that they gave no fucks about Speed Racer back in the day. But uh, Samurai Champloo, they've got like those three guys with like the logs that they're pretending are boxes. <laughs> he's fat, he's fly, he's tall as a sky. I always grabs his rocks when the bitches walk by. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> or like the guy who's like doing the beatboxing into uh, hilt of his sword. <laughs> Samurai Champloo was a great show. I should rewatch that next. So, did I mention that this girl I've been seeing has a uh, Cowboy Bebop tattoo on her what, ribs? What is it? What is it? Oh, it's just uh, you're going to carry that weight like under her boobs. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good it one. It is it's, a good one. Yeah, it's, it's very tasteful. tasteful. Yeah, it's tasteful. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's like if you um, get like if you get like a picture of the characters, then it's sort of like eh, okay. She know. does sort of look like Faye, sort of, but like not. But she's never like cosplayed as her or anything like. That. Is she Asian? No, she's white. Okay, but so, Faye is supposed to be white, right? No, she's uh in the show. She's supposed to be like uh half Chinese. But it's anime. They mostly look white anyway. So yes. Yeah. You'd, well, yeah, yeah, it's that anime thing where unless unless it's a black character they all look exactly the same yeah yeah we uh anime doesn't really have i also like how she wears like the like uh, they ever see the one where they're like she's wearing a swimsuit and it literally is just covering up the lower third of her boobs yes. and yet you can't see her nipples <laughs> but yeah anime i mean and even like you know some of the better more uh reasonable anime out there they do not have a uh good track record of uh drawing black characters you know uh i would say yeah (laughs) mr popo (laughs) mr popo is sort of the extreme example but even sort of past that (laughs) he's not supposed to i would say the best probably black character i've had seen in anime is uh in black lagoon i don't know if anybody's seen black lagoon but ah yeah black lagoon is one of the main characters of that is black and he's He's fine. Like he doesn't look racist. So, like, there was a. Uh, so, did you all ever see the anime series Blood Plus back in the day? Yes. No, that was too weeby for me. There was a. Well, there was a, a Jamaican guy on the yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> in the original Dragon Ball series, uh, there was a character called Nam in the. Fr- ah yes. In one of the first martial arts tournaments, and he is like sort of a poo before a poo before The Simpsons, and just really aw- like awful Indian stereotype. God, like that- uh, like uh, uh, from Street Fighter, Dol Sim. Dol Sim. Yeah. Who's like his whole power is exactly. he like does yoga so he can stretch his limbs out super long. And shoot fire. He shoots fire as well. Street Fighter is just full of the stereotypes. I remember Nam's whole thing was like, wasn't it? He, was he the one with the village that was like poor or something? He was there to like. Exactly. Like he was the most noble of all of them because he wanted to make sure that his village would not starve from a drought. Oh, that's not too bad. At least he's not like some like store. At least doesn't own like a gas station <laughs> convenience store or like drive a taxi or something like that. 
That whole original Dragon Ball <laughs> World Martial Arts Tournament, I mean, there was literally a character who fought against Krillin whose entire shtick was that he never bathed or showered and just stank and just, <laughs> like would defeat his enemies by just being absolutely disgusting. My and, powerful and, body and, odor! And the, the, reason, the reason Krillin wins <laughs> is because he is being bothered by it at first, but then they're like, hey, Krillin, you don't have a nose. And he's like, you're right. So I can't smell this, and then he wins. Like, <laughs> they had to remind Krillin that he doesn't yeah, have a yeah, nose. Yeah, they're like, you don't have a nose. And he's like, you're right. And then he wins because he can't smell the guy. That's the thing I love wow. about, especially sort of earlier on in the Dragon Ball series, is that, like, there was a it is sort of the spoofing got sort of phased out as you got sort of farther. Yeah, Tor- Toriyama's was at his best as a comedy writer. He was always a comedy writer. He or- liked doing gags. Or like the bit where like uh, the fucking oolong wishes for like Bulma's panties and like yes. saved the world. But, but yeah, he saved the world because yeah. they yeah. were going to wish for like world domination. And he runs it and is like, I want panties. <laughs> <laughs> How horny that show the has panties. been from the very beginning. Just well, Oolong's only like five years old, by the way. Like He's yeah, a pig. But, but just like what they've done, like just roasting. Well, they, they, they went to shape-shifting kindergarten. Him and Ford. That's how oh, they went out of shapeshift. Oh, that's in right. kindergarten. They went to shapeshift in kindergarten. But seriously, just how horny the whole series has been, especially with Roshi. Like, even in Dragon Ball Super, how his whole thing of getting into the next uh, intergalactic universe, whatever tournament, ultimate tournament. I don't remember what the, the tournament of power. Yeah, exa- yeah, that. Sorry. But Master Roshi's whole thing is that he has to control himself from not being like a fucking uh, gropey old disgusting lecture yeah man. people in japan grab my dick <laughs> people in japan still think that's funny and not creepy so it's it's he's gonna stay around what a what a strange society <laughs> well oh my goodness gracious oh 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 Oh, no. That also had a bad dub back in the day. Dragon Ball did, but yes. Oh, yeah. What, what, what was that first? Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Uh, I was thinking more of uh, when Pickwell gets on Namek and he after he fuses it down, he's like, I can do this. I got this. I feel great. And he's just... <laughs> Like the what, the dialogue they use, or like when, or like the Ginyu Force like introduction where they're all saying their names. The name is Raccoon, and it rhymes. I am with Raccoon. Raccoon. Yeah. So before we move on to our hilarious Comrade Well story for the week. I do want to recommend to you all season 10 of Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> I'm fucking in your house at 92 degrees. <laughs> well, that was Why are you season. fucking in my house? Oh yeah, that was last year. I don't season. know. I don't want I haven't I <laughs> Because I'm fucking Yogi Tina and she likes to fuck at 92 degrees. <laughs> so have either of you seen the new season of no. Curb Your Enthusiasm, okay. I have never watched Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's you funny. should. It's, it's, it's funny. It's funny. It's, it's real funny. But basically, <laughs> you got a fucking fatwa! All right, all right. So the most recent season, just the concept is so funny because the whole idea is Larry David 
gets banned for, you know, doing his Larry David shtick, just being an asshole and complaining about things and just not backing down from an argument. But he, um, he gets banned from his favorite coffee shop. And his response to this is to open up a spite store right next to the coffee shop to steal all their business. And the entire season is about him, like, trying to start this new coffee shop and, like, get better coffee and get better pastries and, like, get all these sort of, like, little amenities that will make people want to come there. Like, you can't poop there. You can only pee there because nobody wants to, like, pee in a coffee shop bathroom after somebody's pooped in it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Mocha Joe's, right? What's his coffee? It's, like, something Latte Larry's. Yeah, Latte right. Larry's is the spite store. Latte Larry's, yeah. <laughs> I, I recommend it. It's funny. It's funny. Okay, I hate to say it. That is an absolutely, like, stereotypically Jewish thing to do. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. my, I will open up a new store. It'll be better than your store. And then he, like, pinches pennies to, like, make it better. <laughs> But the thing is, like, Larry David, that Jewish comedy is his thing. Yeah, that is exactly his thing. That's the whole point, is that it's... It's Judeo, it's the Judeo cringe. Well, yes, and and then also just, like, the pettiness, right? The The kvetching, yeah. Yeah, the kvetching. So apparently Jon Stewart is making a new movie uh, called Irresistible, and I'm very... Who cares? uh, John well, Stewart hasn't been relevant for 15 years. Well, we were talking about Jewish comedy, and it's just really, it is weird thinking that, like, he left The Daily Show, what, five or six, five, four or five years ago now? More than that, like, six, I guess it's five years ago, yeah. I think it's been about five. Trevor Noah just isn't that good, no. gotta admit. I, nah. He's not bad, I just, I, I don't I like care. Trevor Noah, he just doesn't. Hold some of his thought. some of his stand up is good. Like some of his stand up about Africa is good. I mean, I, I got nothing against Trevor Noah, but I just like that sort of comedy sense. Like you know, Sam, Sam B, Trevor Noah, all of these fucking late night hosts now are living the, fuck? the oh shadow. oh Samantha B. I was like, who is Sam B? I think it's time for uh, Comrade Clown's Corner of Comedy. <laughs> you all are going to run out of this material real quick. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're not. not. <laughs> we're not, and you know it. There's <laughs> always going to be new material. Next week, we're doing When You Destroyed Our Parents' Christmas Tree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that was an accident. For the hey, 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 hey. Let's not get into it yet. And then the, and then the week after that, time. we're doing When You Vomited All Over Cafe 360. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's such a good one. Okay. Anyway, what's What's that? But right. for this week, Get we're doing the summer twenty eleven. So, <laughs> was in the van at this point. So you tell yeah, the so story. Yeah. So summer twenty eleven, we went, and we, all of us were there. So this is really just sort of like a story um, between the four of us, and then for like the six people who are listening. Basically, the setup was we were driving to. So first off, we'd been at uh, our friend. <laughs> Oh, yeah, play the His uh, first... It was like a reunion thing. Yeah. Right, it was like first year back from college party, right? And we got Which You word... and I got to be there for like five minutes. So. Right, because... Comrade Clown. ...got word from this guy we know... Squidward. <laughs> Squidward. So we were going I can't. to... Squidward. We were going to pick I up... I can't. Drugs as... Yeah, so we were going by by this person. So we end up going the wrong way. Okay, so what happened? Well, well, it was 
first of all, let me just he, he, his source was like, uh, "Come meet us at this place." And then as we were driving, he was like, "Actually, no. Come meet me at this place. Actually, no. Come meet me at this place." And comrade, wow. As, as we have established on this show many times before, is a monstrously insane driver just a fucking maniac through and through so we're going down this tiny little country surface road and we're like we crossed the line into i think it was shelby county shelby county shelby Shelby (laughs) county and then we find out that he's like oh wait no we got to go back we literally have to go back into town into louisville and comrade wow does his trademark scream like <laughs> and then just throws the whip around he throws the fucking van this old ass mini broken down like a million times he throws it around and starts ripping down this tiny yeah, little we, country we were going about what 65 in like 75 80 it was 75 80 it was fast i thought it we was, were going like 65 in like a 30 no, it was like it was like seventy five in like a thirty zone. It was a <laughs> it was crazy. Um, and uh, you and I were used to this, but uh, Squidworth was with us, and that was the first time he'd been with Combat Clown, and he thought he was legitimately thought he we were going to die because he did not have this experience. He was a very stoic man, but that day I saw fear in his eyes. He was not so stoic when that. <laughs> he was not so stoic. But we uh, we got we got the hookup. We met the plug, we got the stuff, and we headed to the source of much of the uh, location of much of our debauchery over the years, Woods Point, which is a... Uh, a Comrade, wow. With, just... with, my, with my thankfully now ex-girlfriend in tow. She came with a... Comrade, wow. Been so frustrated and angry it has just been building and building and building that like when we went back to the party which is where dry crispy was still there having fun we showed up and Humbred, wow. just like it was very car. it was a good time it was like get in the car we're leaving <laughs> like immediately like, fucking co- oh another story we're gonna have to tell is when you got busted by your uncle fucking at the cabin and then <laughs> like whipped out of there and you were like get in the car now <laughs> Right, but that's right. for another day. Um, uh, yeah, so basically... The rage was boiling over. <laughs> yeah, he yells at us to get in the van. We get in the van. We drive out to Woods Point. Comrade, wow. Family cabin out in the wild. What, what's the Which county? Been, it's been a, mentioned before, I believe. What's the Me. county? Comrade, wow. Mead. Mead County. Mead County, yeah, Kentucky. Mead. Really, cl- really close to Brandenburg. Right, on it's, the Ohio it's, it's River. M- it's, it's Muldra, Kentucky. Is the right. Actual. Yeah, like right on the Ohio River. So we go out to the cabin. It's, you know, the middle of the night. And, of course, you know, we're obviously, we're freshmen in high school. We're, you know, smoking weed together. No, we were, this was, what do you mean? This was after our freshman year of college, but. Freshman yeah. year of college, not high school. Freshman yeah, year yeah. of college. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so. We're all smoking. And Comrade, wow. His reaction to us smoking was, oh my God. Oh God, oh. really? <laughs> was that, was that. So, yeah, so. Comrade, wow. Used to, and it's, it's, it's very interesting because now whenever. Comrade, wow. Is high, he just shuts down and doesn't do anything. 
right? He's completely stone-faced. Like right now, obviously, for those of you who haven't been watching us, Comrade 12 has been like hitting his one hitter. Not even hitting a bong. He's a fucking coward. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I, I, I do, I'd smoke a one hitter. So, hitter is good. Gwen and I were chilling, vibing to some music, just you trying were, to have a good time. And Comrade 12 has a uh, he has an interesting reaction. His, his reactions <laughs> to weed used to be less sort of chilling and relaxing and more. <laughs> so he became Michael Jackson. This time yeah, fueled literally. by rage. This time fueled by rage and frustration. <laughs> yeah, but basically starts cackling like a maniac, stomping on the cabin floor like yeah. this. And he starts eating and he starts eating Doritos in a very particular way. Like imagine a horse eating Doritos. <laughs> that was like um, um. And then yeah. he rips all his clothes off. He rips all his yep. clothes off. He's like pulling his ball sack over his penis like a bullfrog. <laughs> he's doing the bullfrog. He like he did that like three times. And he's still cackling like, while he's doing that. He's like, spreading his. He spread it. I remember he spread his butt cheeks so we could all see his asshole. <laughs> so he could see the chocolate starfish. And like and so Grut and uh fucking uh whatever. red nose whatever. Uh, they're like, put your pants back on. But me and my girlfriend at the time, we were like, no, keep going. Send it over the fucking yeah, moon. We were just like, yeah, you were egging him off. We're high. We're trying. I actually, to... I actually took my clothes off too because yeah. I wanted to fucking do that shit too. And so then the uh, fucking comrade twelve is continuing to fucking flap his. So at one point they say, "Put your pants back on." So he puts his underwear on his head, um, and proceeds <laughs> to continue to dance around. He does like if you've seen the quack like a duck video, he did the quack like a duck ball dance, but with his underwear on his head. So finally we convince him to put his underwear back on, but then he puts it back on and he forms it into a makeshift thong. So yep. it's like riding up into his ass crack, and he's parading around he's the cabin. He's fucking twerking. He's twerking in the cabin. <laughs> and so then, finally, we give him some Doritos, and he continues to eat Doritos, and then he just falls asleep. Yep. And that was it. Yeah, that was that, that was it. That, that was the Although that does uh, that does remind me of later that summer. Uh, so I was staying at my parents' place for the summer. Um, and they were out for a few weeks, so I had the place to myself, and I brought <laughs> Comrade, oh, Clown, this, this Comrade Clown and uh, Apollo over, and we were burning one. The, we, is that when we watched the end of Evangelion? Yeah, we watched the end of Evangelion, <laughs> which was, you know, it was a good thing to watch while you were, you know, real high. Um, Except but, for Comrade Cloud had never seen any Evangelion, so he was really having some trouble with the that's whole true, experience. Yeah, it, it, none of it made sense out of context. I mean, it doesn't really make sense in context. <laughs> yeah, it, it just doesn't make any sense. It makes like, sense. It's a completely nonsense. It makes series. less sense. It didn't make sense to begin with, but it makes less sense out of context. But after that was done, we're playing some video games. We're playing, I think it was like Marvel versus Capcom or some shit like that. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. And Comrade Twelve. In, in case you don't know, we are all connoisseurs of YouTube poop. <laughs> and there is a YouTube poop <laughs> called Gaston Pleasures Himself to the Sound of the Voice. When I was a lad, I watched four dozen pornos to help me get erect. And there's a portion in that where Comrade, it's, you have to sing the next part. And now that I'm grown, I ain't found out that it is a fine dick!
roughly the size of a bomb. But there's a portion of that video where they have uh, LeFou, the little guy, go. They just loop him going. And. Comrade 12. Would just go back. You just watch yeah. that part of the video over and over, <laughs> cackling like a hyena. So we would just, and, and, we were just sitting there playing video. We would just hear this. Yeah. We would just hear. Click. And it took us a Because we were sitting there playing this, and I'm like, well, like, is he just watching that same clip? <laughs> Like over, like no, that can't be. And they're like, "Oh my God, he is! He's just sitting there on a whip." Right after we smoked, as we were walking back inside, he was moving like Bernie. Yeah, he was moving so like was Bernie. Us. If y'all remember, moving like Bernie, he was moving <laughs> like Bernie <laughs> up the stairs, just leaning way back. <laughs> so that just set the tone for the entire rest. That we should have expected. This was also the occasion. Where uh, Apollo over here introduced us to the concept of wrapping a Rice Krispie treat in a fruit. Oh roll my God! Yes. Which I don't really like fruit roll-ups or Rice Krispie treats on their own, but I gotta say it actually they do work together, together fairly while, well. Definitely while intoxicated is yeah. the perfect treat for everyone. All six of you out there, <laughs> next time buy yourself some Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> plain ones okay buy yourself whatever fruit roll-up you choose they have spicy ones now they're pretty good there are spicy fruit roll-ups comrade clown is looking haggard over here. <laughs> he's looking real high his eyes are just uh, red his eyes are completely he, he looks like he's about to pass he looks like he's about to die okay. over here man. Uh, hold up hold so up so i was re-watching i'll okay you finish you, you, so then you fucking just wrap that shit up like a present wrap the fruit roll-up around it and eat it. And every time I've told this to people, they're always like, that looks gross because it looks like a fucking giant Lego brick. <laughs> but it will blow your mind, change your life, guaranteed every time. Yeah, Fantastic. It's, <laughs> it's, it's way better than the sum of its parts. <laughs> um, we never came up with a good name for it, but I think Duke. Lego brick. Lego yeah, brick. Called it, yeah, he was called just him called, Lego bricks. Just called a Lego brick. But yeah, so okay. So I was re I've been rewatching episodes of Cowboy Bebop. And the first um, episode is a guy who's, like, getting all fucked up on this, like, basically space cocaine that you, like, squirt. Yeah, the, the eye, the eye Yeah, shit, that you yeah. squirt into your eyes, and it makes your eyes get huge and bloodshot. So he's just like, I'm going <laughs> to kill all of them. <laughs> Liquid rage. <laughs> Comrade 12. His eyes are so bloodshot right now that he looks like that guy. Just like... Liquid <laughs> rage! <laughs> and I saw nothing. Nothing! Yeah, Hello. liquid rage is a good name for it. <laughs> Hello, boo. I'll tell you right now, macho man. <laughs> oh, yeah, macho man, rage savage, macho man. He's got 20 cc's of that Peruvian cocaine just floating right through his veins. Cream of the crop, raise it to the top of the power of power. <laughs> uh, all right, I 
think we could go ahead and wrap this one up for today. Um, this has been a good one. We'll be back next week with more uh, spoof scoofs and comrade tales. And, and uh, in the meantime, you want to do our send off line? Are you down? Cut out during clown. Are you down with the perfect clap? Uh, <laughs> gotta keep Can that one. Are you down with the clown? Uh, uh, oh, God. Good time. Oh, well. Do it again next week.